Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534. Or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-235-0860 or 866-536-7469, toll free. A long time ago, in a city far, far away called New York City, there was a story that might have happened, or for all you know, it's fiction. Wink, wink. I mean, we have free speech, right? Freedom of speech to tell stories because of a little something called freedom of speech. You can tell a story. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm telling a story, a fictional story. Okay. So um, if you've ever been to the, the Big Apple, if you've ever been to New York, you realize that everything happens so fast, so quick. Everything rushes by in New York. And that's why you hear something called, there's a, called In a New York Minute. You ever heard that? New York Minute. It's a song, actually. In a New York Minute. Yeah. Well, New York Minute, first time I was in New York, I experienced the New York Minute firsthand when I walked into a diner that looked like something out of uh, the cheeseburger sketch on Sa Saturday Night Live. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, that, 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 that thing. So... I ordered two eggs over easy, bacon and toast. And by the time I said I wanted coffee, my food was already delivered to my table. I was standing at a counter ordering it, but it was at my table before I had a chance to even sit down and drink the coffee. That was fast. I, I was in New York uh, doing the Toxic Avenger voice. And uh, so I, it was my first time in New York. And I was thinking, this is amazing. I've never been here. You know, it was around the time that Rudy Giuliani had testicular cancer. That's the only thing I remember is everybody was gathered around the TV all sad because Rudy Giuliani was going to go and, and get, you know, get some surgery done. So and one of the things you notice in New York is that people who are in a hurry. They're so in a hurry that they don't even, they don't even wait on the sidewalk. Really, they don't. It, it, it even, if, if a thousand cars are racing by, practically every person on the street insists on stepping a few steps out into the street while waiting for the light to change. And they'll go as far as even squeezing themselves and pushing themselves past other impatient street crossers just to get in front of the pack. You've seen this before. You know, people do this when, uh, you know, when you're driving, you know, you're on the road. 
they want to cut in front of you so they could be at least 20 seconds ahead of you just to hit the red light. doesn't make any sense, but they do it anyway. They honk at you. Going too slow. And then they go ahead of you and find out, oh, red light. That's why he went so slow. I mean, we are so hyped up, so overstressed, and so programmed to do everything fast. Everything quickly. We can't even endure waiting 30 seconds for a traffic light. And in New York, what? They start walking off the curb even before the walk sign blinks on. I've seen that here too. I do that sometimes, right? So I want you to think about this. This is where it starts starts getting a little fiction, a little fiction in here. So so just bear with me. So I want you to do one of those tests again where you close your eyes and I want you to think, think very hard in the back of your mind, in your mind's eye. You're on that street in Manhattan and you're moving quickly through the street and then some jerk pushes past you, too distracted by his cell phone to realize that he's stepping directly into the path of an oncoming cab. So what you do is you reach out to grab him by his jacket, pulling him back to safety, and you look at the guy about to chew him out, and guess who it is? You recognize him, right? It's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Gosh. Yes. It's Dr. Anthony Fauci, the NIAID director. You realize that what you've just done has repercussions in the space-time continuum. You're supposed to get hit by that cab, and you saved his life. At first, you think to yourself how gratifying it was that you were a hero. You saved someone's life. Then you look at the guy. Oh, it's Dr. Fauci. Jeez. My God, what have I done? So you're looking directly in the face of a man that is responsible in part for an incalculable number of deaths during the pandemic. Now, what if you would have known in advance it was Fauci? What if you found out it was Fauci whose life was in danger? I always I think, you know, would I have acted to save him? Would you have acted to save him? Now, be honest with yourself. And do not virtue signal here because no one wants a virtue signal. You pulled the guy away from the cab. The guy was Dr. Fauci and you've changed the world. He should have been dead. You saved him. And we can all brag and laugh about how we would never help such an evil person. We'd probably find a way to push him in front of another cab. But ask yourself honestly, what would you do? And I'm sure the devil will be laughing out loud about how you had the future in the palm of your hand and that that you look at the fate of the world. It was all in your hands at that moment as you saved this guy from getting hit by a cab. Would you feel bad for saving his life? Would you feel good about saving his life? I mean, things aren't so black and white, are they? Not in an apocalyptic morality that we've taken on now. I mean, who am I kidding? I mean, Dr. Fauci has been a terrible destructive force for decades, part of the much larger culture of relentless destruction. Saving his life or the life of Bill Gates or the president of Pfizer or some other major political corporate player is by definition dooming countless others to more misery and death. Meanwhile, if you didn't react swiftly to pull Fauci to safety, surely his passing would cause sadness. Friends and family would mourn. People close to him would understandably be devastated and heartbroken. There would be week-long tributes on CNN, and Sanjay Gupta would cry in the camera, and Dr. Lena Wen would finally take a breath, smile awkwardly, and shut the hell up. But still, Fauci's efforts have spread global sorrow and mourning on a far greater scale. He has... Well, I mean, 
I don't know if he's considered the myriad of family and friends whose lives have been shattered thanks to what he's been doing and what he has done in the past. So again, I ask you, if you knew in advance that it was Dr. Fauci whose life was in danger on that New York City street corner, would you reach out on purely instinctual human-to-human terms to save him? I mean, if he died, he's replaceable. Cut off one head of the Hydra and they all grow back, right? I'm sure there's another Bill Gates, Joe Biden, or somebody who would be able to clone Joseph Mengele if they needed to replace good old Dr. Fauci. So those most victimized by these soulless clowns would theoretically not even notice the change. But think about it. How would you feel if you found out you saved Dr. Fauci? I'd like to hear some of your ideas on this. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. You're listening to Ground Zero and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.